Welcome to Beyond the Field, your property finance and general discussion podcast series powered by Money Empire. We're a team of financial advisors here to help you tick off your property and finance goals. When we say Beyond the Field, we mean this to be beyond whatever field you're used to. So kick back, relax and enjoy the podcast. I'm Goran. I'm Kane. I'm Usa. And today we're going to be talking about the six-story apartments allowed across much of Auckland under the new government plan and under the new unitary plan. So I'm guessing what they're trying to do is build more houses Mm. again. Tell us a little bit about that, Isa. Well, I guess the Auckland unitary plan is just to meet the housing demands and meet its economic sort of needs in Auckland, really. So um, gone are the days in the 70s of the big quarter-acre patch um, and the Kiwi Dream. The Kiwi Dream is still alive and well, and we help people secure their home, but often in the last three decades, the shape of our housing has massively changed, in particular, six-storey buildings, Wallstrom. Absolutely, Goran. What I'm going to say here is that let's talk about micro-cities. So what we've got in Auckland is, if we look at the greater area, we've got obviously the CBD, which is our main hub. But with um, urban sprawl and high-density living and a shortage, this is my perception, what the council and government are trying to do is create micro-cities around Auckland or micro-hubs where we can have commercial areas or retail shops and or offices in suburbs on the outskirts which we can create housing for. Hence, you're talking about, say, something in Albany, something yes. in Manukau City, yep. something out East Auckland, yep. Auckland CBD, West Auckland. Yep, yep. So exactly that. So um, I suppose that where we've always gone is we've gone, we need to own a quarter acre section in, in Auckland or in, in a um, city or whatever it is, close to where we work for ease of convenience. Now, to do that, you're looking at two and a half million minimum these days right if you're looking in the main areas but people can't afford that so what they're going is saying is going okay cool we can create micro cities and high density living by taking these old villas or bungalows that used to be zoned for one single home or maybe two-story townhouses and create apartment blocks in them and create them as a metropolitan area close to transport close to retail close to all amenities and offices and not have to leave your suburb to do so. Mm-hmm. You think of Stonefields in Auckland. Yeah. Very similar. New Lynn. New Lynn. Next you, to the train hub. Where we are in Ponsonby as well, I suppose occurred over time in that area. But if you're going to look at the main areas, they're going to go east, west, north and south of, of the, the border on Auckland. And they're going to create these. And these apartments will be a mainstay of them. And I guarantee you the bottom level apartments will be retail cafes and offices and then above that is going to be um resi you've got exactly that in riverhead i might not have to leave northwest baby it's because riverhead and like all those northwest um areas are they're not highly popular different unitary plan but when you talk about the style Mm. um and six stories high bottom level all shops it's the biggest I guess positive and negative I saw in Riverhead right now because Riverhead is, you know, single homes, good sections. Um, a lot of people took the punt to move out that direction. Um, similar to Stonefield, you've got Kumu and Huapai. Mm. Um, but in Riverhead now, you've got a whole lower level of which will be shop fronts and then uh, three levels above it housing uh, in a new style of build. And 
West Auckland, when we're talking about it, is its own hub. Um, Westgate is where one of the main yeah. banks that is still open in the weekends will be. And as we've seen, banks have changed the way. They're closing down branches everywhere. Yet there will be a 24-hour, oh no, maybe not 24-hour, seven-day-a-week bank open in each of those hubs and microcities. Even go one further. Look at Hobsonville. They've got schools in there, supermarkets, yeah. offices. You don't have to leave that place. Yeah, it's a whole new little... It's, it's completely... But I'll go one step further. The government and the council have realised, ESA that the transport system does not work here and may never be on par with the worldwide cities in this area. There'll be backlash against this, I guarantee, from ratepayers. Because I'm telling you what, if I owned a home behind this bloody thing that's going to be erected in a year's time, it's it's going to be blocking my sun and my view forever, I would be pissed off. But what I'll say to that is the person selling that bungalow for $4 million, they ain't going to be pissed off. Oh, hell no. God, no. Or the person that's buying one of those apartments. And also, too, there's a double-edged sword to it because it can can bring affordability to a level that everyone can get into a home. Mm-hmm. It's all about supply and demand. This is a proposal at the moment. I think I think the council is going to work with the government around this. I think it's fine. It's going through. Going through, is it? Yeah. Um, I think your house has been bought. Yeah. I currently rent at the moment. <laughs> so. um, but strict rules apply to this. This is not going to be everywhere. So I've got here within 1,200 metres of the CBD and within 800 metres of any transit corridor and town centre mm-hmm. which is so you can't just because you think of all the heritage homes out there yeah that are protected but you just got to look at like Issa from your point of view you've got to look at um, your area and how much growth it's been it used to be farmland absolutely Goran um, and that is just the shape and change that we have seen in the style of housing and the demand for it and how it's taken three decades for everything to catch up. You know, you go to other cities around the world, there's high density, high level housing in all the main cities, right next to the tubes in London, all next to all the stops, and it's affordable housing for a lot of people. So, you know, there's been a massive shape and change to um, the new style of property, and in Auckland especially, because there's only a finite amount of land available. Often so something has to change. And say, Urban Sprawl cannot keep going connecting to Hamilton. Because if you want to live close to where you want to, or desired areas, is the only way you can do it is go up. We've sat with town planners and listened to the it's aspect true. of it. It's true, people. So be into win, get used to apartments. One question before we finish off there. What is this, how is this going to impact on a person's house, say in Sandringham or Mount Eden, if a six-story apartment is going to be put up next to theirs? Is that going to implicate in terms of going down, or is it going to go... Higher. Time. Time and asset always creates value, People right? want to know that. Yeah. So it is what it is. You can't stop it. There you go, listeners. Thank you for tuning in today. Hopefully you enjoyed the podcast today. For more info on this podcast and a heap more, check us out on Beyond the Field on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And hit the subscribe button. Take the reins of your future and feel empowered with Beyond the Field. Beyond the Field.